Gate 14 podcast. Toronto Blue Jays just played one of the most insane baseball games that have ever taken place. An absolute roller coaster of emotions. But happy Easter, fellas. Avery, what's up, man? How we doing? Good. I had to, I was at Easter today. But that kind of blew. But um yeah, what a what a weekend, honestly. Um, Seriously. Not not much else to say. It was Easter today. It happened, but there's a lot of Blue Jays to talk, that's for sure. JR, what's up, man? Not much, man. I'm excited. Easter was, uh, Easter was, I guess, okay. Probably five out of ten. I mean, <laughs> wow, n- not crazy. I didn't really have turkey. Uh, I didn't have turkey. Turkey uh, shit, man. Yeah, turkey. I'm out on turkey. Yeah, I'm out on I mean, turkey. Turkey's just chicken, right? A well, that's of, not that crazy. what it is. It's a little bit of like shittier flavor. Yeah, yeah, a little that's drier. Just, that's than not chicken. what it is. I mean, it's still a bird. Yeah, that's um, not what it no, is. No, man. I'm. I mean, some. I mean, it was a great sports weekend. <laughs> the Masters and Masters kind of sucked, though. The end of it kind of sucked. But uh, uh, if you had a John Rom ticket, oh, cool. well, oh, all right. Yeah, Brooksy kind of blew it. Eh? like he just I had him top live golfer too, plus six hundred. Oh, he tied though. Yeah, he did. Oh, you so he didn't win that. that ticket, eh? No. Oh, you hate to see that. It's a, not a great cla- as a loss though. It's a push, right? A classic push, but yeah, uh, classic push. Yeah, no, it was a good weekend. I. I will say this for listeners that just don't understand the grind this is. I missed my Easter dinner for that stream. I I just like I was like my family was upstairs eating and I was just going bananas down. Not my family, just my mom, my brother and his girlfriend. But it was just me downstairs just going bananas. Uh, Wasn't your brother over last night, too? No, he slept here last night. But uh, no, yeah, I, uh, I missed I missed Easter dinner for this. So you know you want to see you want to talk about fucking dedication to the craft. You think Blair and Barker missing dinner? I don't think so. But yeah, no, it was uh we'll we'll, we'll break it down now. So that stream Friday got away from us, Avery. Let's call it what it is. That stream from Friday got away from you and me. I mean, well, that we, was we kept it pretty tight. Honestly. We know we didn't say anything that was fucked up. It was just uh, like Whenever we get a couple of drinks, we play music on stream and it immediately gets like banned right away. So yeah, verbal meme, Vince Carter. I got one more in me playing <laughs> <laughs> talking about strikes from YouTube. Yeah, that was uh no, that stream got away from me. I watched back some of it and you could tell like everyone's like, I didn't could tell you were fucked up. I can tell when I'm fucked up. It's when like I just start just saying stuff that makes zero sense or just like just saying random shit like that gr- that video of me gwittying is insane like no it was a good stream man i mean that had a lot of people and it was like 300 people at one point um that was crazy man i woke up at 4 a.m with cotton mouth like i just fucking ran a marathon or some shit and i just went idiot zone on a bottle of water like i just filled a bottle of water up and just chugged it at 4 a.m i don't even remember doing it i think it might have been sleepwalking but yeah dude i the gin and cokes had me if you watch the stream back, I took some shots and I was on Zoltan. It was it was scary. You were fucked up too, Ave. Yeah, I think I did twelve tall boys, and I woke up at nine in the morning. I set my alarm for like noon or something like that. I knew I had nothing to do, and I loved to sleep. I woke up and I was, I was just hammered. I could like, what is going? I felt so bad. And usually, like that's kind of normal for me, but. I just felt horrible when I woke up. I was pretty hungover the whole next day. I were I, I I fired legs the next day, and it was like 
I don't know if it's just maybe the amount of liquid you have in your body, but I sweat an insane. I sweated an insane amount. Oh, that's probably that great for you too. Yeah, though, no, after. I felt I felt um, like a million bucks after it. Obviously, during like during the workout was hell, but yeah, Jr. What are you up to, man? Everyone was asking like, "Where's Jr.? Where's are you going to make a stream appearance with the boys and get after? Like, what's the deal here? You're playing hard I, to get uh, with our listeners. Of course, I'm playing hard to get. I always do that. Come on. <laughs> um, look, I'm going to be on a stream. Just at some point, at some point, I'm not going to. And I the thing is, though, I can't like tell people that I'm going to be on. Like, it's got to be a surprise if we're going to do it. Like, yeah. It's got to be just like, oh, my God, JR's on. Like every time they go in, they don't know if I'm going to be on. So That's the one, one time that they see me, they're going to be like, JR's on. And then they got to tell everyone that JR's on. But no what? one's going to know. So the streams got away from me and I, I've been doing this on streams as of late and my mother watches my stuff. And I've been punching this thing behind me when something bad happens. And she's like, you do that again. You're fucking done. Like, you <laughs> what are done. is that? It's just like a screen. It's like a screen type. Why of thing, do you have it? Yeah. Why? I, I just have it to cover. I actually don't know why. I have can you punch it. it one time for us? No, I can't punch it. I can't punch it. It has to be it has to be in the moment. But yesterday's punch was pretty fucking hectic. I beat the fuck out of that yesterday. So, um, yeah, there would be no more punching of that. But uh, JR, Avery actually fucked you up for this. He kept on giving hints that there's JR news on the stream when he was drunk. So can you just break the news so people stop asking me? The news of... Uh, I don't know Cali? if it's time. Is it time for the news yet? Yeah, we can say the news. We can yeah, say, say it. News. I am, I am moving to California. JR wow! Is, wow! <laughs> the street. There it is. There's the news. Give a little background. So, I've been. Uh, I guess the background is just there was a position with a company in California, and I've been debating on taking it, and I decided to take it, and uh, we've been waiting on this visa. So. The boys, <laughs> the boys knew, but we couldn't be public about it because it wasn't a hundred percent confirmed. And I was with my other employer, so we couldn't say something of my employer <laughs> finding out, which I thought was gonna happen. Uh, because I thought for sure Johnny was gonna say, because when it first happened, the first two weeks, I had to tell him we can't say talk about it. <laughs> um, but no, I'm excited. Gate 14 will still be obviously, I'll still be with gate 14. Uh, but it's pretty exciting because we have the Blue West Jays. Coast correspondent. Yes, I'm technically the first West Coast correspondent. So if there are any, <laughs> the one LA viewer that probably watches this, hit me up. Right, <laughs> the one gate. No, 14. we have a lot, dude. There was Do a we? lot of people. Yeah. So whoever is gonna be in LA, dude, let's rock it. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, Maybe Jays, we'll Jays, Dodgers. We've been eyeing out that series in July. Hopefully the boys can make it out, but I know it's tough because of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, but you know, they come well, for the week. Yeah. We can make it work, but um, it's exciting, but I will be moving to LA. Business yeah. JR, man. Beverly Hills JR. Beverly Hills JR is this all is the gonna, way back. This is going to bring my business skills to another level, which will in turn help Gate 14. Yep. Just a little backstory. Yeah, and JR is going to be dealing with all the business stuff, like the website, all that type of stuff. So it's good for him to focus on. I mean, he's going to be dialed in with that. He's, he's yeah. still going to be staying involved. This isn't a goodbye at see you later. He'll still be here with the boys. It's just the in-person stuff will probably just be me and Ave. Yeah. Um, 
And maybe Chris fun. Roach if we need and a Chris Roach. Roach. Yeah, we need a Roach in there. Maybe yeah, Kyle. Chris. And you know what, guys? Is this just is more proof that you should all come to these events moving forward? Especially <laughs> short term. Be the last one. You just never know. And maybe I won't even tell people when I'm leaving. One of those things. Yeah, right? don't so say they, the date. Don't say so the that date. they cherish every time I'm going somewhere. Like you just won't know. One day I'm going to be in LA. And you just well, don't JR will like be more streets. involved. You will be more involved though. With you will be, I mean, because like you said, you gave your two weeks to your other jobs. So you're not working two jobs yeah, anymore. Yeah, so you're so, gonna be able to do more stuff now with us for like yeah. the next couple months. Yeah, no, 100 percent 100 percent I'll so, be able so, to do more. So that'll be fun. But uh yeah, no, I'm pumped for it. But <laughs> Avery, let's go into that fucking picture that we've been that you've been tweeting at me on the base pass. So obviously the website's ready to go. Uh JR, um it looks incredible. It really does. I I can't wait for people to see it. So I had to do a photo shoot Friday with our good friend, Brad. And uh, no, most of the pictures are normal. Like I look pretty good in like a lot of the, like the pictures. There's and then, like some of them you could toss on your hinge profile, like debatably. Yeah. I just, yeah, I guess I could. You're not that type of guy, but you could, I could for sure. Um, and then, uh, so Brad says, all right, let's go on the bench, do this, do that. And he says, all right, Johnny, this is going to kind of be weird, but I'm going to need you to go to third base. And I was like, what the what did you just say you need me to go to third base we're modeling merch and i'm a good guy so i was like all right i guess i'll do it like johnny johnny models and right when he took the picture and i did the pose i immediately looked at him and said do not send this to avery do not send this to jr and avery because this will at some point be used against me and within eight hours of the photo (laughs) taken it was immediately on the internet, and people are now using it for every single thing. I saw Hockey is All. That was his last picture in his camera roll. Someone said, tweet your last picture to camera roll. It was just me at third base fielding. Um, nightmare fuel. Absolute nightmare fuel. And another thing from the stream on um, Friday. Avery fell in love on the stream on Friday, like he stated. Unfortunately, we're done now. Oh, they're done now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so done. Avery is done, but I will say this. We broke you, up. Who would you fell, fall in love with? Uh, just a random girl. No, but they're broken up now. They're broken up now. This is how you know Avery was drunk. He just kept saying, I think I'm in love, man. <laughs> I think I'm in love. So he fell in love. The heart but, wants what the heart wants. I will say this. It. So Gate 14 Nation out there, there's going to be tons of people at Coochie Corner. So if you haven't oh. got your ticket, if you haven't got your ticket yet to that, I got nothing for you. Avery will be bringing a girl to this. So let's be uh, let's let's <laughs> let's be supportive. Let's be supportive yeah. and as respectful as possible. Avery will be bringing a girl to Coochie Corner. Uh, kind of a tire pump for Avery because he's gonna, she's gonna see like how big this podcast is. Avery, that was that was that was a galaxy brain move by you. Well, or it could go like disastrously. What do you mean? Just like one or two things that could be awesome, or just but like how could it go disaster? Because I mean, it's gonna happen. Like it, unless no, we get like, like kicked out for inciting a riot because our session's so rowdy, that would be the worst possible thing. That would yeah, be I, a great story. Though. I would kind of love it though. Earlier but if we to go the bar. to, we can't go to jail. We're not like, going to jail. I know. Um, I'm just saying, but it's like getting kicked out, like out of the Rogers Center for good. Worst case scenario for us. Don't think that'll happen, but it's always a possibility. This, we didn't because we shit. do have Tyler McKillop and Leafs fan in the building. Wait, McKillop and Leafs fan are coming. Yeah. McKillop's going to get burned alive for his <laughs> comments. Holy fuck. Um, we have a lot of people coming. I, so a little backstory. I guess the merch, I guess, I don't know if you'll, you guys can buy, obviously buy Tuesday. You might have a shot at getting it for Saturday, like the gate 14 merch. Cause we go live Tuesday, but Chris Roach will be in the building. 
Chris Roach will be in the building. We have a crew coming, guys, and I'm working on Monday. I'm calling a guy to get this price on how much. I'm going to show him like the Hernandez case and be like, <laughs> "I do we want like a, just like a thick piece of paper, okay? And it's just a giant red circle, and inside it, it's a K? I was thinking, I was thinking, just red background white K. I was thinking, yeah, red background white K would be the funniest one. Yeah, yeah, or the opposite because no, Avery. I just hope it's not too expensive. It has to be the opposite. It has to be Japan flag. That's what I was thinking. White background, red K, and we'll hand it out to all the people at the meet and greet before the game and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, even if there's people not in our section using it, like if you're not sitting with us, stuff like that, I just want to see the the white. We just need to hand it out to everyone in our area. Yeah, we'll just bring fifty. Yeah, for no, sure. we're gonna need more. I feel really bad for for the family of four going to their first Jays game. They bought tickets in section five thirty, and they have no <laughs> idea what they're in for. It's gonna be, but like that would be like a story of a lifetime for them. True. Like, if Unless I the kids, wish we the were kids in, have to be fourteen uh, or older. It it does. Uh, the Kikuchi Corner. The goal is to get this so big that like we go down to the first level and we know we can kill it if we do it. You know what I mean? On like yeah. a weekday, like we find our way there. This is a great test run though. Yeah. I- I'm excited for it, but Did, uh, uh, is reader coming? Yeah, he is. He can put it on a Snapchat story and just send it. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So I'm pumped for that, but yeah, let, let's go into it, man. What a series. What? A, I mean, the, the Los Angeles angels legit have the worst. I, I mean, the worst bullpen I've ever seen. And I don't know if you saw this today. Every one of their fans tweeted, look at the Toronto blue Jays. Every guy that comes out of their bullpens throwing 94 to 98. Why can't we have this? I was like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> you want this? You want this shit? I was like, I've never, I, I would never thought I would see the day. Someone would be pumping the tires of the Toronto Blue Jays bullpen. That was crazy. I mean, that bullpen is embarrassing. Like free Otani and Trout. Yeah, if you if you take their bullpen and our four or five starters, you've created the worst pitching staff, <laughs> like in baseball history. And if you take these lineups and combine them, you have the best hitting lineup in baseball history. But no, it's very very funny how they just are incapable of building a pen. It's the worst. They they are terrible. I mean, let's look today. Mike Trout two for five, Otani two for five, and they had three RBIs combined. Obviously, not a lot between both, and they lost twelve eleven. <laughs> it was Saturday night or Friday night's game where they had both, the only hits. Yeah, the only hits, and <laughs> everyone else was just out of there. That is very funny. It's it's got to be tough to be an Angels fan. First of all, how do you become an Angels fan living in? LA, I think you would just become a Dodgers fan, probably. It's a great point. But uh yeah, just very funny. What a baseball game today. Though I think the the main takeaways from the series are the burrito struggles again, if I had oh, to guess. Fuck. But then Kikuchi kind of had a last year Kikuchi start. Wasn't helped by the Sunball, but we'll go game by game. We'll go game by game. Well, let's talk about Friday. So Friday's game, Chris Bassett. Gets absolutely dog walked in the first inning, and everyone's thinking the um, the sky's falling. I, I rightfully so did too. I was like, "Here we fucking go again!" And then he just like goes six innings, two earned runs. I mean, six innings, two earned runs. The third one wasn't earned. So a very good start from Chris Bassett. Hopefully, that's something that he can kind of build off of and do that against the uh, 
when he's going up against the Rays next week. So I, I listen, I thought he was ass. A lot of people still think he is ass, but that was a very promising bounce back from Chris Bassett on Friday. It was really good. I thought like he kept them in the game and let the Jays offense cook and come back and win that. So you got to tip your cap to that. I mean, that was, that was an incredible, incredible bounce back from him. He's been one of the more consistent middle rotation guys in baseball for the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, so he'd been good, but again, he only gave up two hits. The five walks seems to be uncharacteristic, I would think. I don't really know his numbers much from last year, but you look, there was only three hard hit balls that whole outing. I threw 109 pitches. Again, you're they're walking a bunch of guys, so they're not all hittable. But again, that was a that was a fantastic bounce back after some bullshit started the outing as well, right? Like the pitch calm didn't work, and then he walks the first guy because he had a ball to start it, walks him, and then like home run given up right away right yeah that was was just a really weird start for the for that outing but then he kind of figured it out man thought he was really good after that yeah and another good good component of that game against the angels was the bullpen i mean the bullpen goes three innings one hit how many strikeouts here three innings one hit one strikeout against like i said they had to go through that lineup twice obviously the bullpen because they went three innings or they i think yeah they went around they went through the they went through the one and a half. So they had to face Otani and Trout twice. Sorry. Um. Yeah, man. The bullpen. I I know a lot of people, contrary to belief, think the bullpen's ass. But Garcia, Swanson, and Romano. Aside from today, I guess Romano. But Garcia's so good. Holy shit, man. Maybe one of the most underrated bullpen arms in all of baseball. He is so good. He hit ninety nine today. Abe. I'll take that. Did he throw a pitch that hard last year? Probably. No. Not, that was right? th- that was the fastest pitch he's thrown. Hell yeah. No, he's awesome. The the fastball is elite. The, I think he has the best run value on a pitch so far this season, uh, maybe per hundred or just overall. But his yeah. fastball is really good. We we went through it last season as well. Really good reliever. Really good contract. Awesome to have in. Eric Swanson had been really good. Again, just getting people out, finding a way. He did give up that double to Otani, I believe, in that outing. But he found a way to get a zero. And then Jordy was just really good on Friday again. It's just kind of a surgical thing. Bo's the hero awesome and like look you got a ton of contribution for the top of the lineup again Witt had a hit in the five hole chapman had a hit vlad had two hits bo had two hits and then springer had a hit just like that's what you expect from the top they're gonna carry them like it's the big three of the miami heat pretty much but it's the top five of this lineup is just raking right now are you are you guys concerned about kirk he's been hitting fucking terrible man but he was horrendous in the it's a, it was his worst month OPS wise was the start of the season last. Oh, year. really? Last year as well too. Yeah, career. Okay. I did that on the stream. I don't know if you remember if you were blacked out at that point, but <laughs> I remember. I remember we did do that. I'll, yeah, I I'll guess go look through it again here. Let's go to our friend. Alondra. I guess that's a good point. I, I just he he his at bats just are unserious. I don't know. It just maybe that's just what he does then, in April. Because I was looking at it. Nothing changed from in zone contact rate or chase rate. They were all the same numbers. They're just the balls aren't being hit very hard and it, and it looks pretty ugly at this point. Okay. I guess, yeah, there's no room for concern then with uh, Kirk, I guess, yet. I no, mean, it, it's the concern is that Jano and Kirk aren't hitting, which makes it look like a hole, which it really isn't. It's okay. It's not really something. So we go through Kirk's career. March and April, he has a way to run created plus of 82. The next lowest month is 98 in August. Everything wow. else is over 100. Okay. Okay, that's not bad then. All right, I, I I didn't know he was just like uh just bad in that month. That that's that's good to know for the Jays fans that are saying Kirk is cooked and shit like that. So <laughs> I don't know. I 
And then another hero that I, we got to talk about Boba Shed on Friday, man. I mean, that ball he hit to deep center off of uh, off of Herg. Is it Hergert? Hergit. Jimmy. Jimmy Hergit. It's just that's vintage Boba Shed. You like that that inside pitch he just sends to hell. I mean, that's just what Boba Shed does. And that bat drop was just classic Boba Shed. I mean, he is so fun to fucking watch, man. It sucks that he's probably going to be gone in like three years when that contract's up. I hate to say it, but he might be with the with how much Vlad he's going to fucking get. But he is special, man. It just he can't fucking field to save his life, dude. Was was the Friday game when he kicked it into right, or was that Saturday? That was Saturday. That was nuts. His. <laughs> He was the one who threw it to Mars in like the first inning, right? Yeah, on Friday. Yeah, the Chris okay. Bassett one. Yeah, yeah, that's that sucked as well. Um, he's he led the American League in hits two straight years. <laughs> he's good. He's very very good. And I know you say it sucks you won't be here, but that's three years away if we're even gonna think about that. Yeah, there's no that's point in worrying about 500 it. Five hundred baseball games almost. Yeah, like we're that's a good point. We're gonna have a lot of Boba still. Yeah, and I guess that is think peak. about it. Glass half full, right? You should think about glass half full, but Boba Shet is like, and someone commented on our TikTok. You guys got to talk about Boba Shet and all this type of stuff. It's like he's so good offensively. Why should I give a flying fuck if he makes one error every three games? Right? It's like as he, long as not, the as long as the offense oversees the defense, yeah, and you have no problem really with it being below league average, even if it is below league average. Yeah, it's just you gotta. It's one or the other. Are you willing to have that one of the best bats in the in the American League in your lineup with a little bit of bad defense? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to sacrifice it. So that's just what like Toronto Blue Jays fans are gonna have to swallow. And um, the uh, sorry to cut you off. And the people saying that he should play second base. Yeah, probably for a defensive thing he should play second base. But for a guy who wants to get paid, that's career suicide if you just move to second base yeah. and get off shortstop, right? For sure. Yeah, he definitely does not want to go to second base. That's for sure. I'm sure. Do you think that he's the type of guy, though, that would swallow his ego if the Jays needed it and, like, they needed that defensive guy at short and put him that second? Do you think he's the type of guy that would do that? I mean, he'd have to. Yeah, there'd be <laughs> – what would he do, hold out? I th- I don't think he's that type of guy. I think he would be bad, but, I mean, I think they would for sure do it if the guy came. But there's no one – there's really no one to put there. The, the guy – we – they – there was talks about potentially bringing on someone in the off season, but they decided not to. But. Yeah, we'll see. I, it's it's. I know it sucks to see him make errors, but it's cooler to see him hit three run home runs to get the lead <laughs> in the eighth inning. So I, I'm gonna take. You're gonna have to take pick one or the other. I'm picking both. I want. I fight. He makes an error. He makes an error. If he hits three, three run home run in the eighth inning to win the game, yeah, that's what's gonna happen. So just I love Boba Shad and. Uh, it's just that's what comes with that's the Boba Shed experience. And that's what we'll always have to get. But do you guys get PTSD when you guys see backpedal pop-ups uh to center field or second base or anything like that? Cause that's all I think about when there's a pop-up. Yeah, I mean you have to. It's hell. It's my personal fucking hell. But um and then obviously Luplo hits Thursday, goes 0 for three, and then a certain podcast so they want him DFA'd, which is why like Toronto Blue Jays fans are the worst. Like, listen. We do Brandon, stuff like that too, though. That's not. No, we. Do, I don't think after three at bats. Sure, but an overreaction to someone. No, an overreaction like the Brandon Belt stuff is. You can argue the Brandon Belt stuff's an overreaction, but saying to DFA Jordan Luplo after three at bats is the craziest shit I've ever seen. Especially it's just when, like, especially when he hadn't played in a game in over a week. 
<laughs> yeah, just like we saw Jano get we saw Jano get the doors blown by him today after not playing for two days. Yeah, exactly. So just be patient with Jordan Luplo for fuck's sakes. Like he's gonna be here for a while, I'm assuming. I don't I hope I'm not jinxing him, but he's a lefty specialist and he's gonna be off the he knows his role, gonna be off the bench. So I think he's gonna be here for a while. And he throws absolute fuzz from the outfield. So just be patient with him. But let's go into the Saturday game, boys. Jose Barrios. What I, I I'm tired of making excuses for this guy. The charade's over. It's like I it just grow the fuck up and just stop using these dumbass excuses. Like I got to spot locate better. We know, dude. We know you got to locate better. We know, man. Like, I, Jr. Where do you stand with this guy? Because it's been over a year now, so it's not an over exaggeration anymore. This is what he is. It's just it, it's impossible to just say, oh, you're over. We'll give him some time. No, it's done. It's been a year now. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it could possibly go as I mean, it's pretty fair to say this could be the worst signing the Jays ever had. I mean, <laughs> he is I mean, it was the first it was the first batter of the game. I don't know if you guys saw it, but like he completely missed his spot with his fastball and gave a meatball and it looked like it was I thought that uh ward went yard. And it like it was warning track, but like it was like complete miss. Like Kirk was, Kirk was, was asking for like low and away, and he threw it like high end, like right down the middle. I just like I really, it's crazy. Like I'm not even a pitcher, so Abe, you probably know more of like what's going on through his head, going through his head. But like he can't locate. <laughs> like he's well, just he, not he, spotted not- at all. He doesn't locate it when it matters. Yeah, yeah. He, because he got rolling there for a couple innings. The stuff looked great. He was getting swing and miss. And then when it came down to make a big pitch, that's when it kind of gets away from him, I think. And it's, again... It's the, the two strike pitches, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's... <laughs> but the funny... I, I don't even, like, what's, like... I mean, they've probably tried everything in the book to fix it. I don't even know what you tell well, a they guy. Have, they like, haven't really tried to fix it. This is this is what I saw. Um. I forgot the kid's name. Zach, I want to say on Twitter. I don't remember yeah, his last I name. Fo- I followed him on Twitter today. He's He followed us, right? He followed us? Like, he followed me and you, I think. Just God, our individual I, I followed him because I was seeing his shit all over my timeline. Yeah, so anyways, I followed him. And he said Corbin Burns had the exact same struggles as Jose Barrios where his four-seam fastball was getting hit around. And he implemented a cutter. Just, just, didn't, just scrapped the four-seam fastball and threw a cutter and became one of the best pitchers in baseball. Why hasn't the Jays done that with Jose Barrios? That's the biggest head scratcher. So That's a great is, point. The thing is, Pete Walker might be brain dead. And he I don't know how he has a <laughs> job, potentially. It's because what? We did Robbie Ray, Steven Matz. Who else has come here and gotten better? It's just like immediate regression almost every time. And I think Pete's got to be in John Schneider's ear about the bullpen decisions as well, because they're also piss poor. But do you look at you look at Jose Barrios, the forcing fastball. How can Twitter be knowing what's going wrong with this guy, and the Blue Jays front office doesn't know? It's like the, it seems like the only time Twitter is right or knowing ever. more than literally ever. Yeah, so it's like you look at the forcing fastball. He had nine swings on it, only one whiff. Like Jesus, he, Christ. the sinker had seven swings with only two whiffs. In zone contact, when people were swinging at forcing fastballs in the zone. Just hundred percent contact. They were just they're just hitting the ball, the four seam fastball hard. It just needs to go away. The average exit velocity on the four seam fastball from that start was ninety eight miles an hour. 
on the sinker was 83.5 miles an hour. Just make it make sense. Like I, you have the slurve pitch, maybe a slider as well. And you're talking about the cutter, cutter, sinker, slider, slurve, change up. I mean, that's a pretty deep arsenal as well. I, I mean, just don't know why he's so hard headed. And also, this is not the time to fix it. You've almost fucked up the whole year by not really implementing it. Like, I don't think you're getting a new pitch into your arsenal through side sessions in the middle of a season. <laughs> it's, dude, it's, it's just, it's, it's frustrating because of like just how good his stuff is. Like, there's a lot of people in, in the majors who wish to have some of his, his stuff who put up way better numbers, more consistent numbers. Yeah, and let's see if he has good stuff. Let's look at stuff plot. You go, Jerry, yeah. and I'm going to look something up. Yeah, look at look up his stuff. But, like, I mean, it's just frustrating because, like, this guy was supposed to be our ace. Like, take that in. He was supposed to be, like, he was our opening day starter last year. And, like, we we actually, when we signed him, it was, like, the thought of he got signed on a discount. That was what we were talking about, how this could look like unreal and that he was like a Cy Young candidate when he signed. It's just, I don't know, Matt. It is just, it's absurd looking at this. I can't even think of the last guy that's had this, like issues like this, like major issues. Tanner like Roark? Who's been that good. Who's been really good. <laughs> it's He's cooked. Maybe He's Ricky concerned. Romero, like yeah, when Ricky he, Romero is the one right? that I got a ton of call, re- replies uh, that would about make with Ricky sense. Romero. But like, dude, and it's so bad. It's and it doesn't seem like he's digging himself. What's his stuff plus, Dave? I'm I'm lost in fan graphs right now. Okay, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure it's fucking good. He just like his no, forcing. I'm, I'm almost thinking that it just might not be that good. So what do you do? What do you do with Jose Barrios, Avery? Let's say he has two or three more. I mean, I starts don't like think this. he's that bad. Where it's the Phantom IL stint. No, it's not no, that no. bad. He can no. get people out. It's... His next start will be against Detroit. Like, no, dude. I thought. I no, thought it's he... against. It's against the Rays. He has like oh, no. the Rays and the Astros, or the Rays and the Yankees, or something. No, it's Rays Astros back to back. That's his next start. Yeah, but so... this is yeah. This is classic Barrios, though. Watch, he'll shove against like the best, best <laughs> offense in the majors. I mean, so where, I think what we, do you I do? Think we all what do you love do that. Him? What do you do with him, Ave? Three. Let's say he has three more starts like this. Doesn't get out. Doesn't get out of the third or fourth inning. Gets shelled. What do you do with him? You like, pay you... him too much to do anything else with them. You got it. You have to just wear it. Would you wear sucks. throwing him out every five days? Yeah, he's gotta figure it out. He's, he's gotta figure it out. He's one of the few guys that can get length, right? If things go well, they only threw him seventy-one pitches. He was through five innings. The fact that people are hitting it, the fact that people are hitting his fastball at four sixty-two, and it was like just as bad last year too. Yeah, why does he throw it then? What last are you year throwing? was three forty-nine. It's you've got to be hard-headed about how you're dealing with it i think i think best... avery should avery you should do a tweet tomorrow about jose brios's fastball like just like just the numbers off it like the batting average against this year last year and just like the hard hit percentage rate because i think it'll blow a lot of people's minds that he still throws it like mm-hmm. I, I i think that propaganda will do number and just blow people's minds it's like why the fuck are you throwing this pitch dude why do you throw this like why is this even still a thing in your on your pitch com 
Why is this a button on your fucking? Yeah, because and why is drunk bald boy in the fucking dugout? Pete Walker not telling you throw this again, you're done. We're getting a bar fight if you Mm -hmm. throw this shit again. That's what I want to know. For me, it's I don't know why they haven't put their heads together because it's not working for both of them and tried something else, like maybe throwing lefty. Yeah, (laughs) his slur, his his stats on his slurve pitch are just like unreal. Like it's a a small sample though, right? It's, I mean, it's not crazy. I mean, he throws it, he throws it 40% of the time. Oh, is his, his, the difference between his sinker and fastball percentage use, like the difference between them is still like way too close. Yeah. And it was the same last year. Like he's got to just throw his sinker way more than his four seam. Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's whatever. I mean, that's, we'll end it. We'll end that Barrios talk. It's just, it's just a bummer, man. It really is just like a guy that was so good for the Blue Jays a couple years ago or not really like yeah, a couple years ago when he before he before he signed that deal and then he signed the deal and just turned into a fucking bum like an absolute mm-hmm. bum um another guy that we gotta talk about is uh is Brandon Belt um I know we talked about him last podcast but I mean one for 23 with 17 strikeouts uh I don't I I I don't really have words for I, what what are we, what are you doing, John Schneider? Why are you hitting? The thing is, is John Schneider. The biggest problem with this team is, is John Schneider puts a lot of the players on this team in terrible situations. Like putting, um, yesterday putting in Adam Simber against Otani, Trout, all or was it Adam Simber? Yeah, right, Avery. Yeah, yeah, you remember Trout hitting that ball? Yeah, yeah, Mars? that's what I'm saying. Like putting Adam Simber in that situation, um, instead of Zach Pop, who ended up carving them later in the game. And then hitting Brandon Belt against Tyler Anderson, who a guy who he's has a, a below 150 average against and a below like 50 OPS plus or whatever it's called against. Like, why does John Schneider put this guy in those situations when you have guys that can hit lefties? Or I'm not, this isn't Jordan Lupo propaganda, but that's a guy you brought in here to hit against these lefties. And Jordan Lupo hits well against Tyler Anderson. I think he has three or two home runs off of him. It's like I don't understand what we're doing here. Like, why, why, why is Brandon Belt being put in those situations to fail? That's what I want to know. And I'm what not they, gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna knock Brandon Belt. I'm just saying, like, why are we doing this? What they talk about a lot nowadays is managers no longer really make decisions, right? And that decision didn't seem like it was from the manager because there, you can't tell me there was a reason why Luplo wasn't playing instead of Brandon Belt in that situation maybe days off rest type thing came into it as well. But that, that one to me was a head scratcher, but again, Brandon belt, old player, chronic knee injury, decided not to show up and just take his time getting to spring training. Probably had the least amount of at bats besides Kirk in spring training. And he's struggling. It's like, you know, shit, you kind of did this to yourself, unfortunately. Yeah. I I don't feel bad for him by any means. (laughs) And what, I mean, it's like, when he's in the lineup and Kirk's in the lineup, that's like two liabilities on the base paths. I mean, Brandon Belt legit is crawling when he's running, like legit crawling. It's like the slowest run I've ever seen. So <laughs> I'll never understand it. I'll never understand why he was in the lineup. I know at some point he'll probably figure it out. I don't know when. It's not looking like it's anytime soon, but it's his at bats are just unserious, <laughs> like unserious, unserious at bats. At this point, I'm willing to just have Biggio be the full-time Brandon Belt and hit whenever Brandon Belt's supposed to hit. That's that's where I'm at with it. I can't I can't blame you, man. It's it's been a tough start. 
Yeah, and I think that's what they said. That's what they said was the reason why was because uh, they didn't want to give him three days off in a row uh, because I guess they have a day off tomorrow and then they're playing at home. So, uh, but it, it, I do agree. It doesn't make sense when you bring on a, a guy who mashes lefties and then you don't play him. I mean, it's not a charity case at the end of the day. Like, yeah, it's not, you're not doing it because his mom's telling him, uh, telling yeah. you, you know, you got to play my son more. That's a, it just, I don't know, man. It's like the John Schneider discussion has to happen soon. Like what's like, where, what the fuck is this guy doing? Cause a lot yeah, of he's this getting stu- ripped apart. But the only constant has been, at least on the pitching side, has been Pete Walker. And I've, I was out on the thought of this, but Don Maddenly being on the staff seems pretty important now. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Donnie I, baseball. I hated the thought of people saying he's there for kind of an insurance policy as the next guy up if this goes disastrously. It's starting to kind of look that way, though. And I, I pointed this out on the stream yesterday. I'm a good guy that can read body language. And uh, Donnie Baseball was on the top step on Saturday, and John Schneider was one step below him. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> uh, the whole I'm saying is just you want to bring up Alfing. That's, I mean, does Donnie Baseball sit in the manager locker room too? Does he have the manager locker in the clubhouse? Because yeah. I'm, if I'm John Schneider, I'm not saying anything, Donnie Baseball. <laughs> I, I won't say shit. So I yeah, don't know. John but, Schneider's cleaning his cleats after the game. Yeah. Jo- yeah. Clean my cleats, bitch. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's just been a lot of head scratching stuff. All right. If we, um, let me go back one, one quick side note here, then we'll get back to that. We look at Jose Barrios, his stuff plus is 96 and stuff plus takes into account like the physical characteristics of a pitch, like release point, velocity, vertical and horizontal movement and spin rate. I mean, Jose Barrios has better stuff plus than Alec Manoa and Chris Bassett. What? But it's below league average, all three of them. So there's stuff plus Barrios is 96, Manoa 90, and then Chris Bassett 87. And then you have guys like Jordan Romano, Jimmy Garcia, Tim Mesa, actually, surprisingly. Tim Mesa, Kevin Gosman, and Anthony Bass all have the same stuff plus. Really? Yep. Hmm. I mean, yeah, that, that, that's weird. But so the but... Jose Barrios, I'm lost what to do with them. Something needs to change, though. It's not, yeah, as soon as humanly possible. But going into Saturday's game, let's just look at the lineup. So George Springer, two for five. Bo Bichette, three for four. Vladdy, three for four. Chapman, two for four. Varsho, 0 for four. Kirk, 0 for three. Merrifield, 0 for three. Belt, 0 for four. Espinal, 0 for four. So the only guys that got hits were the top four guys in the lineup. And then the rest combined for 0 for what? 4, 8, 12. 0 for, 0 for 18 combined. Like, that shit just can't be happening. I mean... Th- that just can't be happening. I know today was obviously better, and it helps when you have Kiermaier just raking at the bottom of the lineup. But is this crazy to say that we need Kiermaier in this lineup every single day to be that spark in the nine hole? Because Espinal was just has been terrible, and he's not been getting consistent reps, which I understand. But it's like the bottom of the lineup looks dead as fuck if Kiermaier's not in the nine hole to me. Yeah, I think they've all been replaceable options, and that's kind of the issue as well. You need someone to step up, take control of a role, and that's when this team gets going at the bottom of the lineup. Kirk won't hit this poorly for the rest of the season. Belt hopefully won't hit this poorly. Espinal, great spring, I thought, and then I also don't think he'll hit that poorly. So, albeit the answer might be Kevin Biggio getting on base with not getting hits, because if these guys aren't walking, because only... Okay, Varsho and Kirk had walks that day, but 
but no one else had walks. So trying to find a way on base from the bottom guys when they're not hitting is where we're going to need. And Kevin Kiermaier's on just that. Pretty sure he doesn't have a walk all year. He's just no, he doesn't. He is just hitting the ball, and he's been fucking awesome doing it. But no, we need some of the bottom guys to take over a role here define roles and this team will get rolling there at the bottom. And another thing about Kevin Kiermaier is he said this today. It's like, listen, man, I know he said this multiple times, but he was like, um, I just got to get on base for the big dogs. I know my role. I get on base and I let George and I let Chappie and Bo and uh, Vladdy cook. And I'll just get on base for the superstars. I know where I'm at. I'm in the nine hole. I hit singles, all that type of stuff. That's what my job is. And he's really embraced that. I mean, that's that's the positive thing so far about what I've seen with these acquisitions. I mean, Chris Bassett's been okay. Varsho's been good, and so has Kiermaier. A lot of the acquisitions have been fine, but um, Kiermaier is the signing of the offseason so far for the Toronto Blue Jays, and it's not even necessarily close. I mean, I'm happy with what he's done so far, just delivering like a triple. Yeah, nothing, nothing he more. He was a home run away from the cycle today. Let's yeah, make he's, that clear. He's the spark plug that we've kind of needed, and to be – Kevin Kiermaier as a hated raised player for that long. Incredible. I There's nothing else I can say. The outfield defense has been awesome. Besides Varsho well today. But it's the sun. Counts as a hit. I'm out on the sun. I'm like Howie from Benchwarmers. But I'm it's out like on the sun. you guys play 162. The sun's always going to be an issue. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, um, yeah, so I guess we'll go into today's Wait, game. So we're going to get we're going to get a Kevin Kiermaier slump at some point here, which so is I, fine. But yes. If he's if, if but the thing is that I really like about Kevin Kiermaier, Abe, is if he gets in a slump, you know he is going to be elite in the field still, no matter what. He's going to be still making these highlight reel plays, these throws down to like home or third or whatever. He's still going to make an impact, which is the difference. And if he does get on base via walk or whatever it is, air fielder choice, he's going to cause a ruckus on the base path. So if he's not hitting you know he's going to bring other elements that are going to positively impact the Toronto Blue Jays. That's what Brandon Belt just doesn't do right now. There's right. no positive, like there's nothing positive that he does for this team right now. Yeah, Brandon so that, Belt, that's what I'm saying. Brandon Belt, the way he'll impact this game is pretty much strictly with his bat. Yes. Played, played good defense in the Royal Series, I thought. Um, but no, you're right about that, 100%. Yeah, so that, that that's where I stand with that. But let's talk about today's game. Where do you guys rank today's game? Like, Comparison to opening day this year and opening day last year, was this game crazier? Just based off of like the pinball effect of it back and forth where the Jays have a three-run lead going into the ninth, the, the best closer in baseball right now, Jordan Romano comes in, gives up a three spot, and then you rely on Richards and Mesa to get the last three outs against the top of the order. It was, for me, this was the bet, like the the weirdest, most heart, heart attack game the Jays have played. You think like, so? Yeah, I think if like we were, way more I think than if we were to days. rank the three opening day last year, opening day this year, and this one, it's probably in the middle for me. I think opening day this year was awesome. What about you, JR? Yeah, I would say oh, this game was pretty crazy. It was, I would say that this game was crazier, but because it was opening day, that's why it was. It's elevated. Yeah. There's more well, because people the, in the crowd. The, uh, those and it was other at games, home. We were there too. But you guys sure. were there at the yeah. I was at both of those other games except for this one. Um, I don't know. They're both really good games. But the like other games, crazy. we didn't give up the lead late. Like yeah, happened today. Yeah, that's so why that's it was good it that there was another. There was another element to it. Plus, it went to extras and it was like intense as shit. So yeah, I would probably whatever. say this was a better game. 
yeah. And stop me when you heard this before. Matt Chapman is raking. I know we've talked we've talked about this on uh, this is our third consecutive episode now. I mean, the guy went three for five today with five RBIs. He's hitting 475 with a 523 on base percentage and an 800 slugging percentage. I mean, this guy cannot be stopped. And you saw sweet we saw on stream Scott Boris in the crowd. He must be just licking his lips watching this. Like this dude is gonna get fucking paid. He's yes. he's inc- he, he's he's insane. He's leading the league in hits. It's someone tweeted this today. I don't know who it was. Sorry for the no credit. Um, they said something about he's going to have a Marcus Simeon type season and then just be nothing again. <laughs> like he'll he'll break a record and then he'll be done. So like I can kinda, see that. I'm kind of fine with that. And then he'll make a a billion dollars in New York with the Yankees or the Dodgers somehow. But that's very likely. Man, it's fun watching him hit. It was kind of frustrating last year because, again, he'd hit the ball so hard, but you would just whiff all the time. And in big spots, it didn't seem like he's coming up. But now there's no one else. Well, actually, there's some other guys. But he's top three guys you want coming up any time ready to hit. You and they moved him up, getting... like you said on stream. You wanted him moved up to the four spot because he was hitting six, and they yeah. moved him up to the four spot. And holy shit, man. I mean, he performed there too. It's like, fuck. I think the, the four spot – bump up was because of the left-handed hitters i think if they go back to a righty uh dalton's probably hitting four but again i'm not mad at all what match happens and it's other way like backside gap hits it's just so so impressive to hit the ball the other way that hard that consistently usually when you hit the ball the other way and you hit it soft it's when you've been beat but you're not being beat he's just letting it get deep and fucking hitting the ball hard it's it's impressive what he's done and then when he gets the off-speed pitches, those are the ones he's pulling and pulls one out of the park and he almost goes deep again. It's just, he's been incredible, man. Jar, what do you think about Matty Chopsticks? I think, were you the one that said he's going to hit 30 last year at the All-Star uh, break? Yes, I was. Abe, shout out to Abe, though. He called, he had a tweet uh, before the year hyping up Chapman. So, shout out there, Abe. Yep. Good credit there. Um, I mean, I saw something, uh, someone tweeted, uh, about him hitting more opposite field. And I, I have noticed that a lot. It seems like he's, he's, uh, he's waiting on baseballs more. Like he's letting it come in more and then just letting his, cause he's always had like an absurd, like, like he's always hit the shit out of the ball. Like his barrel percentage has always been good. And it's like, it, it never really understood why that never really translated like to his game. Like, but now you're noticing like, he's not focusing on home runs. He's just focusing on hitting the ball hard. Uh, and it feels like it, his approach is, is different this year compared to previous years. Cause there's a, the year in Oakland where he went like crazy, like went ballistic. Like, I don't think it's far fetch. Like he could for sure do it. And if he does that, this lineup is going to be, this lineup is, insane. is, I mean, this hitting lineup already has shown that is absurd. <laughs> like, Dude, Kiermaier and Chapman today got 10 runs alone by themselves. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> crazy. That's <laughs> absurd. It, it's um, but uh, looking at the lineup again today, Springer one hit, Bo one hit, Vladdy two, Chapman three, Varsho one, Merrifield two, and then like I said, Espinal 0 for two, uh, Kevin Biggio 0 for three with two punch outs, Jansen 0 for three with three punch outs, and then you have Kiermaier in the nine spot, three for five. So, um, yeah, the bottom lineup has to be better, man, especially when Kiermaier's not in the lineup. You can't just have, have a, a black hole. Have a nice little Matty Chapstick stat right here. Let's hear it. Um, okay, so you, there's classified into soft 
hit percentage, medium hit percentage, and a hard hit percentage. What do you think his soft contact percentage is this season? 12%. 0%. He hasn't put a he ball hasn't in hit play. A ball. He hasn't hit a ball in play that's been ca- classified as soft contact all season. That's wild. Pardon me? Can you, Abe, can you check his spray chart while we're talking? I'm actually... Yeah, I have his, I have his pull percentage. Is it Okay, so the, the pull percentage is kind of low. Low Would be the lowest of his career currently besides his rookie season. It's the up the middle would be the highest besides mm, his rookie okay. season. And then oppo 22%, which would be like the fourth highest of his career. God damn. Might not be counting today's stats, though. If it counts today, it'll just because he hit a nuke to center today. Yep. Or no, that was to left. Sorry, that was wrong. That wasn't. That was a different guy. Wait, but no, um, he his was to his was to right center today. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, the grand slam. Yes, it was. It was, and he kind of sparked the offense today. So it's going to take. There's the thing that's really good about this team is there's a lot of guys in the lineup that can spark something like that and just turn the game around. Because the Jays were down mm-hmm. six nothing there. Matt Chapman hits a grand slam. The three guys in front of him get on base, which is what they do. And he hits a grand slam. Jays take the lead the next inning. They scored 10 runs in two innings, Toronto Blue Jays. 10 unanswered. So having guys like that throughout the lineup is what's going to take it. And I I tweeted this. Imagine how good this team would be if the Toronto Blue Jays had competent starting pitching. Like, I'm not asking for Cy Young guys. I'm asking for just Barrios to have a 4-2 or or Kikuchi to have like a 4-5 and Bassett to have like a 3-8 to 4 ERA. Imagine how fucking good this team would be if they had that. Yeah, I don't think we're going to have to worry about Bassett at all. Okay, that's fine. But I'm just saying even like a 4-5 where two guys where it's kind of auto out, like kind of auto losses when they're pitching or close to it. The Kikuchi and the Barrios are so different because Kikuchi was kind of lost from the start, right? Like just never really gave the team a chance in his outing, but was able to keep it close enough where they fucked it up where our offense could come back. And then Barrios was in it, had a lead, blew it, and that's how that went. So two... Two different stories, but you're definitely right. If we have consistent starting pitching from our bottom guys, and that's what makes a World Series team. Like the season is so long, you're gonna get 30 starts, 60 starts probably from your four and five guys, and finding out a way to win more than half of those makes you way better team than a than just a classic, classic run of the mill 82, 81, and 81 team. I just pray. I just pray this pitching could just be decent, man. Just fucking decent. That's all we're asking for because this lineup is so goddamn good. Just be decent. Please. Just be So we need to kill the cameraman from Yes. Today. Yeah, we got to talk about that too. What the, the fuck? The Dalton Varsho fly out to right field. <laughs> I thought that ball was hit legit off the top of the scoreboard behind the seats. I could not believe how far I thought that went and then just camped under it, Renfro and right. It what? was it, it was like I, I want the, I want the cameraman fired for that. It, dude, I I, I and was they li- fucked up Saturday too. Yeah, I, I was on the live stream watching it, and if you go back and watch the the live stream, Varsho hits it. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, he just launched because that was such a sick swing too. I think I had over a hundred exit velo on that as well. He fucking shot on that, and the camera guy looks up, looking at the scoreboard. You don't see a fielder in the shot, and then he pans down, and there's a guy camped under it. <laughs> behind the wall like on the wall it was fu- it was bullshit i was like what are we doing here it was it, it was it, I, I couldn't believe it i could not believe how bad the camera work was on that and then saturday where 
again, we haven't listened. I don't listen to the games with the sound on when we were, were on the stream, but we had a minor league baseball camera with no strike zone, which we've grown up without the strike zone for a while. And now that you've had it, it's weird when it's not. Yeah, you there, can't but, take it away. Yeah. So I hated that as well. Tough, tough weekend for the Sportsnet crew. Very tough, very tough weekend. So hopefully they can bounce back with that. Um, a lot of people were wire shaming me, which is kind of fucked up. I'll say it. When I made that video, they're like, clean up your wires. I can't see the TV. All I see is wires. Like, we're wire shaming now. Um, I got in the mud with a couple people this weekend, actually. There was one that was a middle school teacher. I forgot her name. When I went out Blue Jay Dad, she said, like, your po- I've never heard of your podcast before. Um, you're, you're incompetent and like stupid. That's what she pretty much said to me. And I was like, oh, your education shaming. That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, and then a couple, and then obviously Blue Jay's dad, I got in the mud with, and then this Australian dad, did you see what he said to me today? That was wild. That was insane. He's like, he, first of all, he came at me and then he was just said like a homophobic take at the end. Like, I hate you. And I also hate chicks with dicks. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, what, what was that? And then he kept going. It was insane. So and then that, then a guy that Avery retweeted uh, some slanderous stuff against me, Ian, one of the biggest uh, burners that loves me, that just tweets on me all the time, just called, just like said, I I fake dip. I mean, that was insane. Yeah, that that was that was my favorite part of it, saying that you fake dip. It was like, oh the man, mouth I cancer wish. won't be fake though. Yeah, that won't be fake, but. So let's talk about Kuchi's start today. Where do you guys categorize that as? Because that first inning should have been a zero. I tweeted. I fucked up. I fucked up. I tweeted yeah, when the ball. Was, that was nuts, dude. I tweeted when the ball was in the air that he had a zero and he back pocketed Otani. You could. There's a part of the stream you could see me celebrate it. That was really bad, and I was like, "Oh god!" I you you could see like uh, in the clip. I'm like, "Oh shit!" And like I double looked. I was like, "Oh fuck!" But yeah, where do you guys categorize that uh, Kikuchi start today, man? It was weird, so weird because he looked good. Uh, it was like pretty shitty, like normal. To be honest, it, we've seen that start a thousand times. It felt like a lot of hard. Yeah, that's contact. a that's a tough start. Like just. Everything that happened there that you should have been out of that inning. Um, but I mean, fuck, man, we'll be there next one though, guys. Like, yeah, just look against at the, the race, like, there's just no way he pitches bad when we're there, <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess the best team in baseball so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. surely he'll pitch good. Like, are we like, I mean, talking about pitching, I mean, the Rays pitching is absurd. The numbers, I know they're not playing good talent, but the numbers are absurd. They're putting up. Yeah, right I mean, now. if the Jays, if the Jays went on the same stretch as the Rays did, there's no way we do that with our pitching. No, I don't, yeah, no, no chance. We're 500 probably. Yeah. No, I say six and four like they are right now. Okay. Yeah. I say six and four. I, like you, we find a way. Didn't, didn't the Jays almost get swept by the athletics on the road last yes. year? Yeah. I know there was some other shit going on in that series as well, but yeah, the hats off to the Rays. So I saw on Twitter, so if this happened in the middle of July, no one would talk about it, and that's definitely true. Yeah, but it's just a perfect start to a season, man. So Literally. yeah, what 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 are your thoughts on that Coochie stuff? Because obviously he he should be out of that inning. Then yeah, he gives. Let's up- look at all his stuff. Spin rates down on his fastball and slider. Um, got a decent amount of whiffs. 14 whiffs is not bad at all, um, but just zone contact percentage again with the fastball was pretty high. The changeup got hit to absolute Mars a couple times, um, and then the average exit velocity was okay, 91-1. It's just like he misses his spots like he did before. 
if you're going to get out in the middle of the plate, people are going to hit it hard in the big leagues. And that's what happened. He's been really bad against right-handed hitters. And then the angels filled their lineup with right-handed hitters. <laughs> it was a good lineup for the angels to put out there. So just tough, tough start, put in a bad spot and pitch pretty poorly. That was but, the first time we've seen him bad in a while though. So it's yeah, like, no, I don't think it should kill his confidence from his first start. I don't think it was that bad. Because there's crutches that he could have there, right? He could say, oh, Varsho didn't catch that in left. Maybe that's a little bit different. That's one earned run. Instead, like it's just I, I don't know. It it's it's uh it's a weird situation. We'll see how he bounces back from it against two good teams. He'll also be facing the Rays and the Astros back to back. Um so I guess we'll see where he's at with that. I, I, I don't know. It's going to be. I don't, think it should, I don't think it should have killed his confidence. I think he can be okay with how it went. You're not going to love they the won. home runs. Yeah, you're not going to love the home runs. And people like to use the crutch last year of Jose Barrios. Well, they were 23-9 and nine in his starts or something stupid like that. You say Kikuchi, 2-0 and oh in his starts. I tweeted that out. Yep, good point, good point. Where, what do you think about you say, JR? <sighs> I mean... I need to see more of them. That's that's my thoughts. I need to see more. Like, I mean, he had six punchies today and three nukes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's the most Yusei Kikuchi thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. And honestly, he the walks are down. I mean, he only walked one guy today. So, um, so let's go into the end of this game. So, uh, <laughs> Romano comes in, gets his dick shoved in, and then in the tenth, I'm like, my god, that's Trevor Richards' music coming out of the bullpen. Trevor Richards comes in, faces Mike Trout runners on first and second, two outs, and throws a legit 3-2 pitch, 30-foot fastball. Didn't even come in the same vicinity as home plate. And Otani's up, and I'm like, we're going Richards, maybe. (laughs) A two-person save the Bash brothers. That's what we're doing here. And Mazo hit 95, I think, from the left side. And Otani got a weak ground out to Biggio at second. So... Just one of the weirdest, and like, I if you would have told me start of the year that Richards and Mesa would have to combine for a save in an extra inning game, it's like, well, send me to fucking hell if that's the case, because that is my nightmare. Just a crazy finish, and you got to tip your cap to Mesa, man. He looked really good in that Otani bat, really uncomfortable at bat for Otani. Yeah, his view is up, and that's all all you can say. If he's going to throw that hard, should be uncomfortable to lefties. But it's again, it's a pitching for dummies lesson like if you take a 12 year old kid and you manage a team in the show and you go into extra innings it's like okay yeah we're gonna bring in our right hander to face the four straight right handers and that's just how it's kind of gone doesn't seem like there's um outside of the box thinking of how to get people out maybe people would call the outside the box thinking dumb but Mesa's definitely been better than trevor richards and i i kind of would have given them the chance i think yeah it's uh <laughs> He throws 95 right down the cock. Otani takes it first pitch, if I remember correctly. And then he throws like a nice 94 backdoor fastball, I believe, if I remember correctly. Like, I feel like I'm Sean McVay right now. And then just like that weak, <laughs> weak round out to Kevin Biggio. And Kevin Biggio, great play. Obviously, Otani's fast as fuck. People forget that. He is fast as shit. Yeah, so it, it was a, yeah, it was a good ending to a great weekend. I mean, Jay's back to back series wins. One of them was against a poverty team. One of them was against a good team. Angels are good. I'll say it. I think they're a decent team. It's just their bullpen sucks. But, um, yeah, it, it was, uh, it was a weird game. But I gotta, I gotta tip my cap to a couple of people. I gotta show respect to some relievers that we shit talk. Adam Simber comes in, gives a nice zero. 
Jimmy Garcia obviously does what he does, and Eric Swanson looked good, but God, Tim Mazer really did fucking save that game, man. But he kind of got shafted, though, because uh, Trevor Richards kind of got shafted because Trout swings first pitch, pop up to the catcher, and Kirk just has a fucking Yeah, I didn't see that down. play. I was back in the car. He just couldn't see it. Sunny no, yet. so he, he, he overcommitted to going fully to the net, and the ball was like, you know, it's like how it's backspinning, right? Yeah. And he and it he kept backtracking. It wasn't even like it, he didn't even touch the ball. Oh, those are the most embarrassing ones, too. Yeah, because, you know, because Mike Trout stayed there, too. So it was weird. But um, yeah, it was just that uh, it was a good it was a good series. So I'll, I'll we'll go with the winners and losers and we'll go to the Tigers and then get out of here. Um, who's your winner, Avery, of this weekend? It can't be Matt Chapman. I'll say it. I can't. That's just cheating. OK, I'll go Chris Bassett. OK, what about you, Jr.? Oof. Mm. Bassett's a good one. Um, I know he didn't pitch the best, but I think there were some good building blocks there for him to get back to what makes him successful. I mean, I got to go KK, man. KK? I got to, man. Just yeah. a hell of a... I mean, he's just been a, he's just been outperforming shoving it down the hater's throat and he's just like a trooper i just love his competitive spirit as well yeah i'm gonna go a little bit outside the box here i'm gonna say the winner is jimmy garcia i know i've been pumping his tires i mean he went two innings three strikeouts no hits no walks clean slate just doing what he has to do obviously he struggled a little bit in that st louis uh the St. Louis went one one Opening day, yeah. one inning, yeah, two run runs, and then just threw up zeros since then. Uh, Jimmy Garcia, this series was unhittable, unfucking hittable, and he faced the top of the order today. Like he, they put him in against one, two, three, and he struck out two, two out of the three guys. So it's like that's the guy that, in my opinion, he's the obviously the eighth inning guy. I think I, I, I trust him a little more than Swanson, but you can go, you can go right with anyone, but. Jimmy Garcia was was special today, and again, and, Bo and Vlad were great. So yeah, we just you can't keep choosing them every time. Exactly. So we got to go outside the box. So who's your loser? Um, Rogers Media piss poor weekend. <laughs> yeah, terrible showing. Absolutely terrible showing from them. Camera work. Camera guy showing the showing the top of the scoreboard like he just hit a Barry Bonds home run. A lot of bad ones there. What about you, Jr? Um, man, I'm trying to think of a good one. I mean, Kirk. For, yeah, I mean, missing the potentially could have cost us the game. Uh, the fly ball you miss, and then just hasn't started off the year on the right foot. Kirk's a good great. one. Kirk's a good one. And uh, for mine, I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna have to go with fucking. I hate to say this because we were pumping his tire. It's, it has to be Santiago Espinal. The guy just can't hit the side of a fucking barn right now, man. He really like he went one for ten this weekend. And I know we obviously were we're talking about let's give Espinal more at bats. Let's get him more comfortable. You're getting more at bats, man. You went one for ten against a terrible bullpen. It's just we got to be better at the bottom of the lineup. That's my loser this week is Santiago Espinal. He was just. Uh, Disaster class at the plate this week, just absolutely horrible. So that's my guy with that. So let's let, let let's uh, go I think into. This I have t- an audible mention for loser of the week. It's Pete Who? Walker. Pete Walker. Yeah, pistol Pete, piss drunk Walker. Just his decisions or like just the yeah. development of the pitch. Yeah, his staff just wasn't good, so I'll blame it on him. 
I respect that. So let's go into uh Tiger series, boys, then we'll get out of here. Uh first guy is Matt Manning versus Alec Manoa. That should be a good game. Should and be then, a dog walking. Eduardo Rodriguez against Kevin Gossman. And then I believe it'll be Chris Bassett against I don't know who the three guy is for the Tigers. Maybe Avery can tell me who that is. You know Avery? I don't know who they've been throwing there. I do not I know. know. I know um oh fuck, what's his name? Zach Spencer, oh, no. Spencer, Spencer Turnbull. Turnbull. Yes. Yeah. Spencer Turnbull versus Chris Bassett will he be had a good game. last time. How many wins do the Tigers have? Two. Oh. <laughs> sure, they'll get their third this week at some point. <laughs> Where do you think? I mean, so like the Jays have to sweep this team, right? This team fucking blows. Javier Baez, I don't know if I'm saying Javi Baez, whatever, is the worst hitter I have ever seen in my life. I'm not even trolling. I watched the Tigers game. I think it was yesterday or today. And he just, he, he's just non-existent at the play. He's the worst hitter I've ever seen. It's it's actually kind of impressive how bad he is. He just does no idea what he's doing up there. He used to be so good. So fun to watch. Some of the numbers of those seasons were nuts. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. Ship bum team. I'm sure they'll find a way to break out against the Jays this week. Have their best <laughs> week of the year. They're on a four game losing streak right now. Okay. Well, they're going to, they're going to win. <laughs> I guarantee you they'll win a game against the Jays. Two and one. Spencer Turnbull, back-to-back master classes. <laughs> His first start, he went two winning seven runs. Yeah. Oh. Didn't he pitch well against the Sox? Yeah. That then got to... Uh, or wait, no, I don't think he did. Okay, maybe not. Um, but they will. the Blue Jays will lose a game. So Spencer Turnbull has made two starts. In his first start, I believe he gave up seven. Oh, and his yeah. second start, he gave up five. So... Oh, yeah. He's getting he's, better. Yeah, he's he's going to win a game against the Jays. He's yeah, gonna, yeah, he, yeah. If you go by the numbers, he'll give up three against the Jays. Yeah, he's he's going on uh, two at a time for sure, for <laughs> sure. Uh, I think that Matt Manning Alec Manoa game is going to be a dog walking. Manoa with the full. I mean, that's hard to actually trust it because Manoa pitched in front of a full Rogers Center and shit down his leg in the playoffs. So. I don't know where I'll be with that, but I am excited though to see the renovations in play. I know we've seen tons of pictures of it. I'm excited to see like a ball hit the center. Like, is Kevin going to catch that? Where's that ball at? Is that a home run? I'm excited to see just the different factoring of how balls and play are going to look like at the stadium. That's going to be cool. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. So I just bought the show as well, and they do not have the dimensions or the field proper, which pissed me off. They don't that's have the bullpens. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's really fucked up. Yeah. I think Kevin. I think Kevin. Go- I'm going to say this hot take. I think Kevin Gossman goes eight scoreless. They let that him cook awesome. against that lineup. Come on, bro. You have to go eight scores against that fucking lineup. That would be awesome, Johnny. Did so, you have a, an official prediction for the? I'm going to say three nothing, Jace. I, I backtrack. Spencer Trimble is going to give up nine. It's going to be a hit parade. <laughs> it's going to be a parade inside my city. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Spencer Turnbull just gets absolutely his dick shoved in. I say the Jays win every single game, single like just murder, murder on the beat, so it's not nice. Just go crazy every single game. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say three nothing. Jr. What about you? I think I predicted every series right so far, actually, besides the St. Louis one. I'm going three uh, zero here. I mean, boys are home, crowd's gonna be crazy. New Renos. I think we're gonna. I think we're due for some, some big pitching performances from someone other than Gossman. So, yeah, all right. It's a good prediction. But uh, another thing, Avery introduced me to a song of the summer that I want to pump the tires of that I've played a hundred and fifty times okay. in the last two days. 
um relax my eyes avery just I- insane yeah i gotta turn my cop to you on that just it's insane it's the most uh summer song of of all time i can't wait this saturday i'm so pumped for this saturday all of us are gonna so be what are, what are we going to do i guess it's not official but what's the plan gonna be so meet and greet an hour and a half before like what like we did last time jr Right, because people want to show up early for the bobblehead. I think that day, so it's going to be oh, kind yeah, of a tough sure. turnout. Maybe we'll do a meet and greet at section five thirty. How about that? Get in the mm-hmm, stadium. Sure. Like, yeah, you guys get in the stadium. We'll do a, a meet and greet on section five thirty. Park social. Oh, something like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, we can do a meet and greet there. Jay, we'll come up. We'll come up with the details for everyone for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we'll do. Yeah, let's have, let's have a beer at the bar before with the people. You know. Yeah, yeah, we'll have a beer with the people. We'll have a beer with the people. I think it's going to mm-hmm. be a good turnout for that so yeah we'll do the meet and greet inside it's a bobblehead day i don't want everyone to uh be pissed off about missing out on the vladdy bobblehead or whatever bobblehead it is i don't know which one it is but um i'm out on the bobblehead i'm gonna say no at the gate credit to me for saying no for that i just i don't want to be carrying it around when i'm at the bar after the game yeah i mean either it's like yeah just what are you doing and (laughs) avery's gonna be with a bird so uh the boys will be buzzing but uh i i I am pumped for it this saturday I, i will say this gate 14 nation Make sure you see me before the game. I don't want you to see me in the state that I'm going to be after the game at night. I don't want you to. I don't want you to see me in that uh, that state. But I'm pumped for it. Let's have a fucking week, man. I mean, the Jays are finally at home. By the way, fuck the schedule makers. Ten away games to start the season off. I mean, that's. that's I think just- they did uh, did us a favor because of the Renos. Just to make sure they were done in time. That's a good point, because you know, yeah, Rogers might have fucked that up. But yeah, as always, man, this is the fr- this is the a year point okay. one episode. Yeah, let me just get a prediction: how quick you think someone will throw a beer on a reliever? I'm gonna say by April 28th. There's okay. a beer thrown. On I'll someone. say by I'll say by Sunday. That's really <laughs> what the fuck. Yeah, I have no. That is us. crazy. I've okay. Literally- but there's no hate between the the oh maybe the Rays players a little bit yeah I Jason guess. Jason Adam yeah yeah the the homophobe or whatever yeah yeah that 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 might get ha- that might happen but yeah electric episode boys snapping it around uh thank you guys for the support obviously as always appreciate the haters as well obviously love <laughs> you guys too but uh, gate fourteen forever and we will chat on Thursday night love you guys hopefully it's after a J sweep.